What's up guys, welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John and this is r slash choosing beggars. Got some cat action going on in the background here. Nickel decided he's going to hang out right there on the corner of the bed, which is perfect for the camera angle. Really what he's doing is he's waiting very patiently for me to remove myself from his desk chair so that he can take a nap again. Anyway, today I decided I wanted to take a look at some choosing beggars because what's not to love about somebody who always thinks everything's about them and nothing's ever good enough for them? It's all about me. So let's give it a shot. I'm looking for a photographer, amateur or professional, who can help me construct a portfolio of photos. Needs to be away, aware, aware of angles, lighting, etc. Some pictures indoors, some outdoors. The problem is the photographer needs to be able to do this for free, <laughs> of course. However, when the portfolio is forwarded to London, the photographer will be given full credit. PM me or reply below if interested. Camera emoji. What on earth makes people think that this is acceptable behavior? That you can just start throwing things out like, you know, I want free professional services like photography, babysitters, plumbers. It's ridiculous. How do people even stand to be around themselves after, you know, doing this much begging? And they're not even merely begging. They're almost demanding in their tones. It's just totally moronic to me. And I just really, I know, I know plenty of photographers. I even know some photographers that will work for cheap prices and their work reflects it. They know that they're new in the, in the hobby slash business world, and they're just trying to get themselves out there but it doesn't mean they're gonna work for free. It's, a, it's an exchange of goods and services. They do something for you, you do something for them. Now, if somebody wants to work out a trade, you know, a barter system, then that's fine. If they don't, then uh, yeah, I guess you better get yourself a selfie stick and uh, figure it out. Hmm. Looking for some budding mechanics that would like to have a go at mending a Renault RS250 for free? This car is taking structural damage in a crash. <laughs> But I think a worthy project to look at if you need practice or something to keep busy. I have nowhere to place the car, but can be picked up from the big blue blob. I can't tell if this guy really wants somebody to fix his car for him so that he can have it back and drive it, or if he's just trying to give away a car that's scrap, really has no value for him, and you know, somebody just wants a project car to tinker with or blow up or shoot with rifles or drive off a cliff during that 4th of July Alaskan thing where they sail their cars off a cliff. I don't know. I'm really hoping that this guy really wasn't being a choosing beggar and was just trying to get rid of scrap and hope that somebody would take it off his hands. If not, there are people that you can call that will gladly come pick it up for scrap value. They may even give you a hundred bucks for your hunk of junk car. Although with scrap prices being the way they are these days, it's highly unlikely. They'll probably take it for free as long as you have a clean title and get it out of your yard so that the city doesn't find you. Eh. No good deed goes unpunished. I was visiting some friends and helping in the kitchen and realized that their fridge wasn't great. All the shelves were broken, so everything was stored in a perilous game of Tetris on top of the crisper at the bottom of the fridge. I asked about it and they said they couldn't afford a new fridge at that point. I offered to go to a local hardware store and buy mesh shelves and see if they would fit, but they waved me off and said that they had a plan. Not my problem, so I let them pack their fridge and did the dishes instead. And this is when I should have erased this problem from my memory, but I'm a helpful idiot. A month later, a different friend was moving to a different city and trying to get rid of their fridge. I asked if they were selling it and they said no. They were happy to give it away as long as it was picked up. I contacted the first friends and asked if they wanted the fridge. 
They said yes. Both parties knew of each other, so I made sure they had each other's numbers and let them make a plan between them. The following week, I hear from both parties. People with the bad fridge are upset that the mover won't pay for transport, and because the fridge was too old. Never mind that it had all its shelves and worked just fine. The mover's upset because they were counting on the bad fridge people picking up the fridge and is upset with me because the deal fell through. Never mind that I wasn't involved in the negotiations on when and how collection would be done. And everyone's angry with me because I didn't sort out transport between the two. How exactly is this my issue? And that's the last time I try to play matchmaker. That phrase is so true for many situations, but especially one like this where you got a friend who's trying to get rid of a fridge, and then you got another friend who needs a fridge. You make sure the two of them have each other's numbers so they can talk to each other and work out negotiations and one can, you know, they can, it's that barter thing again. You do something for me, I do something for you. I need this fridge gone, you need a fridge, you pick it up, it's all good. You're not very bright, are you? No. Everybody wants to put it on the middleman who is just trying to be helpful and somehow it's their problem that you guys can't figure out things on your own. Astounding. As some of you know, I love to mosh. And because I've been unable to do so, due to being a mother and working and never having money or time to go to a concert, I figured I'd start my own band. Because <laughs> eh, that's how it works. The thing is, I don't know how to play any instruments, so I figured maybe one of you kind TC locals might have one you'd donate to me. Of course I would love a guitar, but even a piece of wood with some strings attached might do the trick. In exchange for your gifting me the ability to shred super hard and fast, you would get free admission to any and all future epic shows I put on. Too long didn't read? Asking for a free guitar. Okay, this one I gotta say isn't super horrible. You know, I know a lot of people who have either inexpensive guitars, like beginner guitars sitting around, and maybe they need strings, maybe, you know, maybe a dial if you have an electric guitar, maybe one of your knobs is pulled off or something. Not a big deal, not huge. So, you know, and even a board with some strings. I know it was sort of tongue in cheek, but I know a lot of people that also make uh, diddly bows and cigar box guitars and things like that. Yeah, there might be a shot out there. I don't know. Offering to have them you know, get free or reduced admission to your shows in the future when you can't play an instrument at all and you don't have time to go to a concert, but you're going to start a band. How fast do you think you're going to learn guitar? I don't know. And here we have somebody selling an Apple iPad mini, $500, Apple iPad mini, six, 256 gigabytes. Sorry, this is blurry. I have no idea what happened. Hi, Matthew. Is this still available? Yes, it is. Is the price negotiable? I'm sorry, I'm in high school and I'm trying to find a gift for my little brother's birthday. It's $500 firm. Never mind. Why are all of you so ignorant? Like he's 11, you can't do any better? Lol. This is like $1,000 new, dude. Seriously, a little haggling is fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. I have people when I'm selling things on Facebook Marketplace or whatever who will call and say, hey, listen, I'd like to come see it. I think negotiation is fine if you come and see it first or have a detailed conversation about its condition, whatever, if there's any extra apps on it, which that's usually not a thing because most apps are signed into your personal accounts. And if you're smart, you wipe all that stuff before you sell or give away anything. In fact, probably do a factory reset on that kind of thing. Anyway, okay, it's a $500 item on Facebook Marketplace. Say, okay, would you do 450? Maybe. Come check it out. If you like it, we'll do 450. But to just start asking for stuff for free, like, you know, can you take, you know, 100% of the price off of this? It's just insane. People are just nuts. 
And then calling everybody else ignorant or rude or whatever. This person obviously has no sense of self-awareness and uh, probably shouldn't be allowed on the internet. Would you like anything to eat? My wife and I were walking to an appointment the other day and saw a homeless guy sitting outside a supermarket. He was asking people for change but wasn't getting much response. As we passed him, a lady who was heading into the supermarket asked if she could get him something to eat. She suggested a sandwich, croissant, drink, etc. He suggested a pack of 20 <coughs> cigarettes and gave a few brands that he liked. The lady refused and carried on into the shop, thankfully. I understand being down on your luck and, you know, times are hard. I, I get all that. And I also understand having addictions. We all have something that we're addicted to, whether it's electronics, tobacco products of some sort, some things harder, some things liquid, whatever. Uh, we won't get into all the details, but I understand that too. But when you're down your luck and you're hungry and somebody offers you food and you right away go to, no, I just want the cash. Well, we know you're going to either shoot it, smoke it, drink it. And that's your choice to do with. If somebody gives you cash, it's perfectly fine. You get to choose what you do with the cash that was given to you. But if I decide to not give you cash because of these things or for whatever reason, then that's my choice. Now, this story didn't say the guy got all freaked out and started yelling or acting crazy or anything, but I see enough people around here, some of whom are actually homeless, some of whom are professional homeless, if you get my drift. They'll stand out there with their little cardboard signs, looking slightly disheveled, except usually their brand new iPhone gives them away. But anyway, government phones are never the latest, greatest technology. Trust me. Some of them also give themselves away when they walk the block and a half to their car that they had parked at the Royal Farms or the Wawa or the supermarket down the street and you happen to see them getting in a car that's way nicer than yours and uh, some of them even have really cool apartments and uh, yeah I'm a little jealous. If I didn't have any self-respect I'd probably write myself a cardboard sign and go stand out on the street corner tomorrow but unfortunately here we are. Hi everyone, I just moved into my apartment and I need a few things. Can anyone help me out please? In search of changing table please. Full or queen size bed for my oldest, he's seven. What the hell is even that? A TV stand, two dressers, mattress for my son's crib, anything boy decor for a seven year old's room, bar stools, anything home decor, a baby monitor. Please and thank you. And also if you can deliver, please, it's only me and I live on the third floor and don't have a car right now. Please and thank you. Big red blobby area. Also, if you have items for to give, I will take them because I currently don't have any funds. Smirky face, 100. So basically, you want somebody to furnish your entire place. Kids room, your room, the living room, the dining room. I'm surprised you didn't ask for food for the fridge and everything else. For free, which is fine. Again, asking for, you know... I mean, I've put out my feelers before. Hey, anybody looking to get rid of something? Like I wanted to do a project and the thing that I wanted to do required whatever, an old lawnmower carcass maybe because I was going to make, I don't know, some kind of funky invention. And I just need something to tinker with it. I'm not willing to put too much money into it. Uh, and maybe somebody's getting rid of a hunk of junk. Then I could tinker without, you know, just like the fridge thing. I could help them by getting rid of their junk, taking the junk to my place, and dodging the city inspector guy while getting it onto my property so that I could do my tinkering. And by the way, what seven-year-old needs a queen-size bed? You have really high expectations from everybody except yourself. Hmm. Guy tries to convince me that my mattress is a different size. I was moving and listed a full-size mattress on Facebook Marketplace for like 50 bucks. 
It was maybe six months old and I bought it for $200. I kept the memory foam mattress topper on it. So the mattress was in brand new condition. A guy messages, says he wants it and will come right away. He arrives and inspects the mattress for a solid five minutes. He was thinking hard, with arms crossed and fingers stroking his chin. He then tells me this is not a full bed. This is definitely a twin size bed. <laughs> I tell him no, it's a full. He then tries to convince me it's a twin size mattress and then offers me $20. I told him I'm not taking $20 and he's shocked I'm not accepting his offer. He's like, I drove all the way here and you're really not going to sell it to me? I was getting the feeling he did this often and told him to leave. Huffing and puffing, he left without the mattress. Even though I wanted to get rid of the mattress ASAP, he wasn't fooling me with his tactics. Edit. This got a bit more attention than expected, so I wanted to add one more detail. I completely forgot about this memory and remembered it only this morning while I was flipping my mattress topper. This happened back in 2018. As the day has gone on and I've giggled at this encounter more, I realized I forgot one big detail. The man actually did bring his own measuring tape and measured the mattress himself. I remember him pulling out his own measuring tape and kneeling down to measure, but I must have left the room, as I don't remember him measuring it. Even with that, he tried to convince me it was a twin. I had slept on a twin mattress for 22 years. This was the first full bed I ever owned and was super excited about it. There was no way in hell it was a twin. I had a super thick African accent. I don't know if he thought he was slick, but my mama didn't raise no fool, and his scheme wasn't going to work on me. So either the guy was totally scheming, like you said, he was trying to play you and figure you didn't know any better. I mean, how do you how do you buy sheets for it? Like, if you've been using it for six months, you had to have bought sheets. Hopefully you weren't just sleeping on a bare mattress topper because that's just gross. But when you go to the store and you buy full sheets and they fit perfectly on the bed, well, yeah, it's a full. Now, there are two different size fulls. I don't remember the exact sizes, but I know that there are like two different size fulls, two different size queens, probably three different size kings. You got California king, standard king, whatever, you know. But anyway, there's definitely a huge difference between any kind of twin size mattress and any kind of full size mattress. I mean, honestly, I probably would have been on Google right there saying, look, you have a measuring tape, measure it. Google says full-size mattress goes this width, this length, that's it. You want it or you don't, and you're not getting it for 20 bucks. I need money to get train tickets to Italy. This just happened this morning. I'm on my way to work and was approached by this guy. He told me he needed money to buy train tickets for him and his family to get back to Italy. I usually don't give money just like this, but this morning I was feeling generous and wanted to do a good deed. He was lucky since I don't often carry around cash, but I had a 20 euro with me and gave it to him. He took the money and instead of a thank you just said, this isn't enough for a train ticket for my whole family, and then proceeded to ask me to go to an ATM with him to get more cash. I told him, sorry, this isn't going to happen. I have to get to work. Good luck with getting the rest of the money. What an ass. There are so many people who are grateful for every euro that you can spare. And then you have this entitled choosing beggar. I have a funny feeling this guy was not asking for money for train tickets for his family. There's a scam going on around the US, which sounds eerily similar. It's often like the gas can scam or the gas station scam where a guy will pull up and usually a pretty decent car or SUV, again, usually nicer and newer than mine. With his family in the car, it could be 99 degrees outside Fahrenheit. You know, the French came up with the metric system. Did you know this? No wonder we don't use it. <laughs> and this guy pulls up all the windows are down in his car so that you can see his sad looking family all looking dejected lower lips sticking out and then 
ask you for gas in his car. He's not asking for cash, but then he offers to exchange a gold ring that he's wearing or a gold bracelet or a gold chain with a gold pendant. A, the jewelry is cheap crap. He's got a box of them in the back of his truck. He exchanges his ring for $10 in gas, $20 in gas, whatever. And then as soon as you pull away or he pulls away, he gets out another ring or whatever piece of jewelry and then does it to somebody else once you're out of the picture so that he, you don't notice him going from car to car. Then you have another scam where people will pull into a gas station and camp out for hours. There's usually a man, a woman, and a child. The woman will usually approach you holding the child in one arm in a gas can, maybe a gallon or two gallon gas can in the other hand, saying that they're stuck and they need to get somewhere and that they really desperately need gas and would you please help them out. And probably one out of about every eight to 10 people will go ahead and fill the can for them. And then she goes back to her car, minivan, whatever, and will wait for that person to leave, put the gas in the van, then wait a few minutes to make sure you're gone, and then go get the kid out, get the can out, and do it again until their car is full. Now, again, I don't mind helping people out. I might toss them a buck here and there if I have cash on me and if they're not being ridiculous. But these are scams. You know, I get people approaching me at the Wawa up here all the time. Oh, I need money for bus fare back to Dover. Really, bitch? Well, first of all, mister, I've seen you hanging at this same Wawa every day for the past six months asking people for the same thing. You haven't been to Dover yet, and I know you had to have gotten the cash by now. You didn't want to go to Dover. You live here. This is where you stay, and you're here every day doing the same shtick. Got to be aware, people. If you want to give them your money, that's fine. It's on you, but uh, be aware. It's not what they say it is. Hey, neighbors. I'm opening up a coffee shop in the Blue Blob area, and I'm in need of some help. I'll be paying everyone who helps, but first I'll need people to volunteer in the following positions. General Manager. Baristas are baristos. Cleaning manager. Cafe attendants. Cafe assistant. Assistant manager. If you have experience with any of these, please contact me by PM on here or by texting or calling this blue number. If you don't have experience, there will be on-site training. Thank you so much, neighbors, and have a good day. Okay, if you're going to open up a business, you can do it on a shoestring budget, but not like this. You need to budget for yourself and work out a business plan. How are you going to pay for this stuff? How are you going to pay for the equipment, the upfront costs, your overhead, and how are you going to carry yourself through while you're getting started and before you've actually made enough profit to actually start paying back some of this stuff? I started my soap business with a card table and a hundred bucks and signed up for a few craft shows and stuff like that and started selling on the side while I had my day job. And I didn't ask anybody for anything. I worked with what I had, sold what I could, and put money back into what I was doing until eventually I could open up a small retail brick and mortar shop and then move on from there. You know, get the website going before then because you can do a website really cheaply and then start, you know, working social media and things like that and trying to drive traffic. But it sounds like, you know, you're asking for everything except for the actual product and the rent. You think all these people are going to volunteer for these positions, especially management? That's not going to happen like ever. Imagine knowing a guy that can solve all your financial problems without asking for sex. <laughs> and the first comment at the bottom is, his name is employment. Again, society, life, humans, we're all about this for that. Bartering, cash for services, cash for goods, whatever. Or then you have a relationship where things are give and take. If it's a real relationship, if all you're looking for is money, 
you can't possibly be mad at the guy that's only looking to get with you. That's kind of how it works. By the same token, if a guy gets into a relationship and all he's looking for is to get with you, um, he can't get mad when you say no because you get nothing out of the deal. It's, yeah, I'm not going to go any deeper into this, but uh, suffice it to say, this there's a lot of people out there that are just way too needy. Let me know what you think of these stories. And if you get a chance, click on this little video thing right here and well, we'll see you.